<laughs> Welcome to your Life Path Astrology reading. I can't wait to dig into your chart. Just for the audience to get to know you, why don't you tell us one line about what you do in the world and what you hope to get from the reading? I am a social worker and I'm hoping to learn more about my direct path in this world. Um, I feel like I've taken on a thousand different paths and I'm looking for something a little more direct. Interesting. Okay. Um, so is there a specific path that you're leaning towards? No. Okay. Beautiful. So this is going to tell you a little bit about based on certain placements, what your soul came here to do, maybe what's in the way or what you get to grow into to make that happen. And maybe even some, some of the gifts to get you to that direction. Sounds good. Awesome. So I love to start with the sun sign because the sun sign is what we know about ourselves. It's what we read for our horoscopes and it actually, the sun represents the way we see ourselves. So you know that you have your sun in cancer and, um, and you also have your sun in cancer in the 11th house, which is an interesting combination. So we'll get to that in a bit. So first let's start with sun and cancer, the way you see yourself as you probably see yourself as like a protector, a mama bear, a nurturer. You're kind of like the mother like of the communities that you're like probably at work, people come to you like a mom. People probably look for you for nurturing. You probably are very like um, connected to your emotions. Like you're very comfortable with flowing with your emotions. Like you're not going to hold back if you need to cry. You're not going to hold back if you want to be silly. Like you flow with the state because cancer is a water sign. Um, and in the 11th house is also really interesting because 11th house represents Aquarian energy. So this, what tells me is that there's a little bit of, eccentricity um or there's there's a cause to the way you nurture people there's something that's there's like a mission like when i think about aquarian energy i think about like you know revolutionaries punk rock people like they don't they don't really care about how much they stick out so there's a un uniqueness a, an eccentricity a differentiation in how you express that cancer intuition that cancer nurturing what comes up for you when i say that that I am the opposite of all of those things. Oh, really? Tell me more. And maybe that's why I feel a little stuck. Maybe I'm not sticking true to my life path in that sense. Well, so I want to hear first more about that. And then I'm going to tell you something that I see in your chart that could, could be an example of why maybe you don't feel completely um, expressed in that way. Okay. So I am definitely the nurturer and the the mother hen that's been my nature since childhood. Um, so that I definitely align with, but as far as being eccentric or, um, being silly or not really having a care or allowing my emotions to flow, that's not the case at all. I'm ah. very restricted with my emotions. Um, I tend to like, hold in my emotions and then just become very passive aggressive in the way that I express my emotions. Interesting. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't, it takes a lot for me to show anybody else like my silly side or my creative side or mm -hmm. anything but like this stoic side okay. of me. Okay. Thank you for sharing that. I, I really love and, and, and accept that. So the cool thing is that you at, at the very, so you do identify with the sign that your son is in. You identify with the nurturer. Um, so just to give you another idea. So Aquarius is about having a cause, like something that they believe in so strongly that they'll do whatever it takes to, so, so you might be the kind of mom that will just fight for what you're like, 
what you believe in, it might not be the eccentricity piece. But here's the interesting piece to all of the, the not maybe the energy that represents you. Okay. So even though you have your son in cancer, you have what we call a stellium in Leo. I don't know if you know, are you familiar with stelliums? No, huh? This is the first time I'm hearing it. Okay. So this is really juicy. A stellium is when you have three or more placements in a, a particular sign. So for example, there are people who have stelliums in their own sign, so they feel very much their sign in every way. Um, mm -hmm. However, you have a stellium and you have a mega stellium. You have a stellium in Leo. You have one, two, three, four, five, five placements in Leo. So you, you do have that maternal instinct. You do have that, that, that water flowing feminine. That's another thing about the sun and cancer. There's a lot of feminine energy. You are, you are, you very are expressed very in a feminine way. Um, but you have this sun, you have the stellium in Leo. So one thing that I'm going to tell you is the next time you read your horoscope, don't just read cancer, read Leo as well, because you have so many very actually, and it's not just like any placements. You have a lot of what the, what we call the inner planets. So there are mm -hmm. inner planets and outer planets. You have a lot of inner planets in Leo and the inner planets have more of an influence on us personally. There are outer planets that are more generational. Like they may span 10 years, six years, five years. So a whole generation is caught in that, but the mm -hmm. inner planets really do play more of a role in who we are personally. Okay. So, okay. so let's talk about that Leo because the sun, so you see yourself as that more of the, so let's, let's talk about the cancer nurturer. You see yourself as a cancer nurturer and that's the but magic. I, Go ahead. But I also don't want children. No, and that's I have fine. never wanted kids. Like I don't want to be that kind of mother to anybody. Oh, yeah. or anything. And right? that's, well, here's, so here's an interesting thing about cancer in the 11th house. It, it, cancer is the eccentric one, right? So it's, she, she does, she plays by a different set of rules. She'd be like, uh, I love, I love having kids, but I don't want them myself. So like the people in the world are my kids. It's expressing that maternal expression in a different mm -hmm. way. So that might be what, where that 11th house comes to play. Like, you're like, I love nurturing people. I just don't want to physically have children on my own. Right. And so that might be where that 11th house revolutionary energy comes in. It goes, I'm going to play it differently when I, I embody the energy of cancer. Um, so, but then we have the right, so, and real quick, the sun is our magic sauce. It's what we sprinkle onto everything we do that moves our mission forward. So that is your magic. Like you don't need babies, but your magic is you treat people with the care, with the intuition of the, of the sacred feminine, of the mother flow. Like you actually, like you don't need to be a physical mom to bring the magic of what it is to be maternal into people's experiences. And I'm, I'm really certain that that served you so well in your work as a social worker. Like oh, for sure. that, mm -hmm. that's your magic. Like mm -hmm. you, that, and, and here's another thing. Remember I said, um, Aquarian, that 11th house energy is also about having a revolution, having a cause, having something that they're standing up for. Social work is not like a job you do for fun. It is a calling, right? So you're bringing that, that, that intuition, that feminine flow and that nurturing into a calling, a cause, because you don't just show up into that particular line of work without a calling and a cause and a belief in humanity. Mm -hmm. Aquarian is the human Aquarius and 11th house energy is humanitarian energy too. 
So it, that's how you're expressing that. Now, the interesting thing is that's how you see yourself. That's your magic. And then you have the rising. The rising sign is how people see you. So you may see yourself as like probably soft and flowy and, and with this beautiful humanitarian um, way of being. And the way that people see you is Leo, that fiery <laughs> leader. You know, you know um, when we think of cancer energy, cancer is the mama bear, right? And mama bears don't always put themselves first. Mama mm -hmm. bears say, no, no, let's feed all the kids. And if there's leftover for me, Leo's going to be like, uh-uh, everyone's going to have a piece because I like myself too much to be neglected, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so sense of like visibility, you know, being, being in the front, uh, but, and, and so Leo doesn't do it, you know, in its light because every sign has its shadow and its gift, right? In its light, Leo is, is actually ruled by the sun. It wants to share its warmth with everyone. And it also wants to receive the warmth and the way it does it is by being there, being visible. It's creative. It's a performer. It's a leader. Leo loves to be the leader. Think about the, it's a hunter, not a hunted, right? Whereas cancer is more like, oh no, I can stay back or I can hide. Leo's like, I'm not going to hide. I'm courageous. I'm heart centered. Here's another beautiful thing that I love about the gifts of Leo. Every sign is ruled by, uh, rules a part of the body and Leo rules the heart. It is heart centered. It is so heart centered. So that's how people see you. People see you as, see you as a heart centered leader. You know, I think about Leo as joyful. They are friendly. They're outgoing. So there's, so even though there's this like soft energy on how you see yourself, there's more fire, there's more command in how people experience you. Does that make sense? It does. Uh-huh. Very much so. Cool. Now here's the, the juicier part of all of this is that the rising sign is the problem you're here to solve. Okay. For your soul. Yeah. So this, your soul came in to help people solve the problem of being courageous, heart-centered, being leaders, being visible, being creative. And whatever role you take that on, what your soul is teaching others and solving for others are those, those, those big Leo archetypes. What comes up for you when I say that? Confusion. Okay, sure. <laughs> to be honest. Sure. Because it just seems like polar opposites, I guess. To what you really want to do? No, just the, I guess the differences in the two between Cancer and Leo, it just seems mm -hmm. very different. So that may also feel why I feel very conflicted and pulled in so many different directions. Yeah, yeah. And it's, and because, because your soul is, well, your magic is that nurturing, but you have all this leo energy right you have mm -hmm. all this energy about like being like roar here i'm a lion hear me roar but like your your son your the way you see yourself is like but i'm not that i'm not that fierce so i'm like soft right right, <laughs> right? but yeah. but think of it this way think of it as that you you are here to be bold and adventurous and courageous and show people that example and the not but the way you get them to become that is by nurturing them into that, right? Because a Leo in excess can be too much. Well, sure. <laughs> like, yeah. Right? The fire, think about fire, right? Yeah. I, was, I always mm -hmm. tell my fire signs or people with a lot of fire placements or important fire placements, like 
fire is amazing because it's what ignites, it's what catalyzes, it's what energizes. But if you don't mm -hmm. harness it, mm -hmm. if you don't control it, it gets out of control and it burns out and it burns others, right? Mm -hmm. so, so the idea is you're really here to ignite the courage, the bravery, the leadership, the creativity in others, and you do it in a way that like eases them in. You're not going to be like, you're, you're not going to, you're not going to pounce on them. You're going to show up powerfully. You're going to show up heart centered. And then you're going to bring in that beautiful cancer mother, nurturing, softer flowing energy to see, help them see what's possible in that way. That makes sense. Right. It's, you're not going to, you're literally not going to burn them out into that experience because mm -hmm. think about people who are not courageous. They get scared. <laughs> they get scared really easily and you get to say hey there's another way of being courageous there's another way of being bold there's another way of being creative and it doesn't have to be so shocking so mm -hmm. in your face so 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 fiery mm -hmm. but you have to bring that fire that is in your rising in order for them to start to to, to ignite it you have the fire is needed to ignite the process mm -hmm. okay okay now you, you also have the very two next signs that I usually, or placements that I talk about are also in Leo. So this is really interesting because there is so much that Leo brings in to the work your soul's here to do. So you have the moon. The moon is in um, Leo. And in the tip, like a traditional astrology reader will say, oh, this represents your emotions. And it does. So what comes up for me is I'm not like, you know, the sign that it's in is how we express it. So when I see a moon in Leo, I think, well, you're not going to flow like water and you're not going to be stiff like earth. You're, you're, you might fire up. Like, I don't know when things get too much or you get emotionally activated, you kind of flare up. You, 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 you mm -hmm. have like fired up experience rather than just mm -hmm. like crying it out. For sure. Now, that doesn't have to be so. So in those experiences, you like I always tell my fire signs, you don't I never tell a fire sign, put out the fire with your emotions, because the emotion is a gift, right? The moon is a gift. You want to learn how to harness that. Instead of letting it get out of control. It's when we get that fire out of control. I'm thinking about like, what is your biggest challenge with the emotions like? Um. It, I get very frustrated. Mm -hmm. So I'll give a work example. I, I will see something that is, seems so simple to me, like a process improvement project, right? And the fix seems so simple, but it's so difficult for me to convey my thought process in it. And then I just get frustrated. Mm -hmm. And then I just give up like, yeah, yeah you, you go. Bad. Put it in the fire. Let it burn. I'm done. <laughs> done. I'm I'm over it. I'm not spending my energy on this. If nobody else sees it or sees that it's a problem and nobody else cares to fix it, then why should I be expending so much energy in that? Thank you for sharing that. Here's what comes up for me. You don't just have, so the rising sign doesn't have a house, but your moon and your Mercury, which are the next two places we talk about, they are in a house. You have your moon in, in Leo in the 12th house. The 12th house represents Piscean energy. It's intuition. It's our dream state. It's our, you know, all the things that bring 
that create, create the spirituality, things like that. So one of the things that I'm see as I'm looking at this placement, what comes up for me is instead of being consumed by the fire of the frustration, connect. So Leo is ruled by the heart, right? And so what is the frustration? The frustration is like, my heart is really in this, but I don't know where else to go. So I'm just going to give up. And you're, and it's in the 12th house, which is a house of intuition. So I almost feel like you, you like literally get to connect with your heart space mm -hmm. and your intuition to guide you so that the frustration doesn't take over what your heart is experiencing at the moment so that you get to benefit from the ignition of that frustration, but put it towards something that moves you forward. Right. And that's mm -hmm. actually and that's the bigger part. So that's more of the life path um, purpose of the moon. The moon is our emotion, but it also is what backs up our mission. So in order for you to show people how to be a heart centered leader. So this is actually a beautiful like I've never seen this together. But like, think about that. In order for you to show people how to be this nurtured heart centered leader. Then you need to bring your heart into the work you need to bring the heart of the the fire from your heart into the work and mm -hmm. because like for example in aries and aries is like it's it's what we call a cardinal sign and it goes pew 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 with ideas it's all yeah. over the place it's like right. the head right so it gets yeah. lost it gets lost in its mind but leo has the gift with the moon and leo your gift what 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 is going to come up for you is when you're feeling stuck, when you feel like things aren't working, when you feel like things aren't right, you get to say, okay, I get to use my Leo heart. Mm -hmm. This in the direction that it needs to go in. I'm not going to let the fire consume me. I'm going to let my heart lead me. And it's so interesting because I also work with the chakra card. So like I'm seeing your posture and it's so interesting this entire time you've had your heart blocked. Oh, I do in life. The yeah. 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 All the time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm and sorry, so like, like it's so guarded. When it's uh -huh. so interesting because that's also where your stellium is. Your stellium is rules the heart. So there's right. like a calling to open that heart space because that's the gift. You actually mm -hmm. have a gift that lies in the heart with this Leo stellium. Mm -hmm. And so so opening your heart, seeing how can you open your heart to create to back this mission. And then that's also so your Mercury is also in um in Leo. And so Mercury, like everyone knows about the retrograde and everyone complains about it, but Mercury represents in the third dimension, our intellect. But when we're doing life path astrology, we're going to talk more about the, the fifth dimension, our higher consciousness. So in order to access our higher consciousness, we get to heal the shadow of Mercury and you have Mercury in Leo and the shadow of Leo, um, as it could be very me, like, right, it's, it's a little, it can, it can forget about the collective because it wants to be taken care of. It wants, it's a very, it, there's, there's a say, the saying that Leo's shadow is its egotism, like it gets lost in itself. So, so think about how you said, like, you get frustrated because other people mm -hmm. are, you go, forget it. I don't want to do this, right? It gets, mm -hmm. you get lost in the me. And when you, when you tap into the collective and also the gift of Leo is also not only being heart centered, but it's creative. It, it brings creativity. If you can use your mind to bring in a creative solution or create creativity and joy and the warmth of the sun that Leo brings in its gift, then that will reconnect you to the collective so that you can move 
the mission towards in the direction it needs to, to be directed. Otherwise, when you get stuck in the third dimension and the egotism of Leo, you, you start doing that thing because it's like, well, it doesn't matter. Like no one else. I'm yeah. just gonna do what I need to. I'm gonna forget about everyone else, even though I'm here. Right. It's a humanitarian cause. It requires me to co connect to the collective. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so that's a lot of Leo energy. Right? <laughs> no, no, but but that's so here you you really are here to help people see their leadership, see that work from their heart and and be courageous. Um, now everyone's born in with what we call the north node and a south node. Um the, the challenge and the gift. So everyone comes into this third dimension saying, okay, in order for me to accomplish this mission, I need to do more of this. And mm -hmm. I bring, I bring the gift of that. So let's talk about the gift of that first. Cause I like talking about the gifts. Let's start with the gifts. Sure. Um, your South node is in Pisces. So <laughs> this is where, when you were talking, you know, you, before we started recording, you were saying how you've had visions, uh -huh. um, people with strong Pisces placements tend to be Pisceans tend to be clairvoyant. They are connected mm -hmm. to the next dimension. They are very connected to source. They have spiritual gifts, psychic gifts. They can see things. Um, they're really, they're, they're really um, idealistic, super idealistic, mm -hmm. right? They want the world to be a better place. And they, mm -hmm. they believe that if, there's a way to do it. And so you right. do have what's what's natural for you. What is default in your programming? Like if you were a computer program and they would to re, so, go back to factory settings, you would still have this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. You have this idealism. You still have this intuition, the psychic connection. Mm -hmm. You could get lost in that feeling for days. Mm -hmm. But you came to work on more is the 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 opposition, which is Virgo. Okay. Virgo is an earth sign. She represents a lot of different themes. So first of all, she represents health and wellness. She represents being of service. She represents being very grounded and structured. Often mm -hmm. when I see this um, North node, South node um, uh, combination, I think of like, you know, there's this calling, like you're already connected to the fifth dimension. That is so difficult for most humans, right? And it's, it's, it's more about how do you bring the gift of that intuition, pull it down into the earth and give it structure so that you can actually use it in a tangible way. Mm -hmm. Because you already, you already know that there's more to this world than this, this yeah. life. And, and, you're being challenged to how do you bring, give it a tangible experience so that you can show others that heart-centered way of being. Mm -hmm. Because Virgo is all about structure, order, earth, being rooted, grounded, like being in the third dimension. And so mm -hmm. about bringing more of that, bringing, bringing that spirituality down to the earth and, and, and making it tangible, making it actually like, like, oh, look, I actually understood that. Like, I actually processed that. I actually organized that in my brain, in my body, mind, and system, like, to, to understand how to make that work. Um, I'm also curious if you have any um, challenges with being more structured, because Pisces could be like, oh, maybe I'll write it down. Maybe I won't. Um. I'm probably the most structured person. Okay. Well, yeah. th that makes sense. I've mastered that. Well, For that sure. makes sense, and I'll tell you why that makes sense, because you have Mars in Virgo in the first house. So first house is all about self, self, 
love, self-discipline, self-care, blah, 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 and you have it in Virgo and Mars, is known as a planet of war, but it's a planet of devotion. So there's a sense of really being devoted to structuring yourself and, and who you are. So that would make sense. So it might be more about this like 5D into the 3D, like pulling it down, bringing it into the earth and, and giving that, giving the intangible a structure. You're already a master of organ, of, of, of structuring the tangible, but how do you use that gift to, to structure the intangible? Yeah. And that makes sense. Cause that's where I feel pulled in so many different directions. Mm -hmm. like I can't wrap my mind around it. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because you also have um, that North node in the second house and you have two signs in the second house. Mm -hmm. And in this life path astrology methodology, let's say if you were to become an entrepreneur one day, we say, okay, the product you're here to deliver is in the second house. And so it's also your challenge, right? So you're here like, oh, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do it. I don't know what to do, right? And it's, you know, if we were to interpret like, what is the, the product you're here to deliver these people looking to be courageous? It's half Virgo, half Libra. So Virgo is health, wellness it could be spiritual wellness mental wellness physical wellness um and then libra is about balance mm -hmm. it's the only sign that's not an animal or a person it's literally the scales it's learning how to see it's being able to see both sides it's able it's like learning how to balance things in it's it's all it's all about harmonizing and it's also about beauty and so what comes up for me is almost like, you know, what, like the service that you deliver, however you translate that into the physical realm is you, you're giving the product of beauty, harmony, and wellness. Hmm. Oh, I do want to be an entrepreneur. So, okay. How, so how would that translate into a business? Beauty, well, health, well, that's a great question. So what are, what, what, what's the biggest pull? Like if you, if I were to ask you right now, what's the biggest calling you have when it comes to being an entrepreneur, what does that look like? Again, like a thousand different directions. I thought of everything from, um, doing some, doing something more with Reiki mm -hmm. to having a coffee shop to everything in between. Um, I've also thought about doing Reiki specifically for animals. Mm. That's beautiful. That yeah, I mean, think about mm -hmm. that. Like when I think about, so so Virgo is a healer. Mm -hmm. I think about the healing arts. You know, I think about the healing arts. I I think healing arts is very aligned with a second house with Virgo and Libra. Well, the Virgo the Virgo part of the healing will be very much satisfied with the healing mm -hmm. body, very much mm -hmm. but i i can see reiki fitting in very nicely and then the beautiful thing is that you already have the gift of pisces so you mm -hmm. don't like to, so that's going to complement like you're going to be able to use the gift and bring it into your challenge right it's almost like for example do you feel challenged in even being a healer and actually being a phys a third dimensional healer and not just being spiritually connected is another mm -hmm. is another expression of this south node north north node polarity right that is like, very true. I just don't feel very fulfilled right now. Yeah. The job is not fulfilling. I don't know. There's just this big piece that's missing. And I know that it's missing. I just don't know what to fill it up with. Well, we so we say in this methodology that your soul shines when you can use yourself, when you combine the south node with your rising. And what I'm hearing is that you're not using your 
Piscean gifts in your job at all. So there's no way for your soul to shine. And so how can you feel fulfilled if your soul is not, is not shining, right? Mm -hmm. And so, but when, when we talked about the Reiki, you actually opened up your arms a little bit for a second for a hot dog. Yeah, like, you know, like, yeah, maybe this will, this can come through my heart. Right. Kind of comfortable with hearing that that would be fulfilling, right? Because think about how fulfilled would that Pisces South Node be in helping people find courage by healing people, mm-hmm. which is the product part of the product you're here to deliver. I wouldn't be surprised, like if you had a space that was really beautiful, because Libra loves making the world a beautiful place. She loves making people feel comfortable and 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 really like everything's it's about beauty and comfort and then mm-hmm. virgo is a healer and that second house is completely split down the middle so i wouldn't be surprised if you had a beautiful space where you delivered the healing yeah um that is something that i'm working on for sure that we just moved into it we just moved into a new house and so we're still like trying to put it all together and make mm-hmm. our own spaces and um yeah. yeah, so that is something else that I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely think that healing arts, mm-hmm. it, and I think that's probably the challenge too, because the North Node is what you're supposed to step into more, right? Mm-hmm. So it's almost like you're being called to be a healer, but you're actually not healing anyone in social work. You're, you're no. executing uh, commands. Right. And not writing really. reports, but you're not yeah. actually you're not actually feeling like you impact someone in a healing no. way. Exactly. Yeah. And you could use that experience from social work to be like, I've seen how people are suffering, and that's why I stepped into this side of the world. Mm-hmm. So I really feel like that would be very aligned. And just to let you know, your Kismet client, so they're in this methodology, there's a Kismet client um, space and it's in the 12th house. And your 12th house is almost completely in Leo. There's just like a tiny, 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 tiny little bit in Cancer. So that means the person that 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 is here to work for you. So that moment that you, you open up that healing um, entrepreneurship, you deliver that gift of healing with beauty. Um, the person who has the Leo quality, they're not literally a Leo, but that means they want to be brave. They want to be courageous. They want to strike out on their own and, and they want to be a hunter in life. They want, you know, like kind of like what you're doing right now. You're like, I want more. Right. And they don't know how to do it. Right. You're going to, you're going to use your, like the moment you own your role as a healer, you're going to help these souls find their heart and and be adventurous and courageous and and powerful awesome and so the last so interesting the last piece i like to leave people off with is jupiter Uh jupiter is the planet of expansion fortune good luck it's where like fun things happen and you have it in cancer in the 11th house as well so it's where your son is so there's like the first thing that comes up for me is like you've you've probably felt very fortunate like even though you've had difficulties Mm -hmm. are not perfect like right now you're not feeling fulfilled you've never actually felt unlucky is what comes up for me when i see those two together right right and so there's a sense in that nurturing like in in everything you do every time you nurture someone every oh actually here's another thing cancer is also a community builder oh yeah so um 
what comes up for me is like, I wouldn't be surprised if you created something that created community. Mm -hmm. Got you a lot of fortune into stepping into this work that you want to do. Community is going to be something that bring that really brings you a lot of luck in, in expressing the soul path. So that's what I got. What do you have? Have you had any aha moments? Do you feel less directionless? Um, yeah, I definitely, this gives me a lot to think about. Good. Um, and I definitely feel like it gives me more direction than certainly what I had 40 minutes ago. So <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> so that's good. Um, and it also helped to clarify why I feel so torn sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Almost like I'm, almost like I'm two different people. Like a yeah. Gemini, right? Well, actually, no, it's interesting that you say that you have Pluto in Libra. I don't, don't always talk about Pluto. Pluto mm -hmm. is, it's like what we need to release in this lifetime. And Libra's, what she needs to release is indecision. She's always like this way or that one, that way or this way. Yeah. Like, she's like, oh, I, there's so many choices. I don't know which yeah. one to pick. So that's right. where that might come from. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then is there a significance to everything being on one side? You know what? That's actually um, really interesting. I um, the left side, if I'm not mistaken, represents more extroversion, and the right and the right side represents more introversion. But let me just confirm that because I don't. Yeah. Okay. Left side is assertiveness, and the right side is receptive. So I, I see it as extroversion and introversion, right? Because you know, there's you're 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 more likely to go for something then just wait to receive the message or permission to do something. Um, so yeah, and then you have it balanced in the North and the South Hemisphere. And so the Northern Hemisphere tends to have more of like an optimistic, <clears throat> like um, like North, Northern is like, you know, kind of think of the sun rising in the horizon, right? Like, so there's a more of a cheery, brighter disposition in the lower um, hemisphere is more of like, not a darker, but like not as cheery, right? And so, mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you're balanced in that way. You're not necessarily so bubbly or not bubbly, but you're definitely more assertive than waiting for someone to give you permission to do something. Yeah, for sure. But I'm definitely more introverted than I am extroverted. Fair enough, but you're assertive. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Yeah, when, I, when I want to get my point across, I don't hesitate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're not going to hold back. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's all leo <laughs> oh yeah that that yeah. plus the leo you were you were born right? to be assertive <laughs> right <laughs> not everyone, yeah because not everyone has all those placements in leo and in the same side so yeah definitely that that means something yeah amazing well thank you for booking this reading this was so much thank fun thank you so much Ilona. i really appreciate it my pleasure